pickaxe. And so I think the key thing that I really heard from you is that by spending some time actually like journaling and understanding your feelings, you were then able to communicate things to the chef that allowed them to respond to you in kind of a positive way, helped you kind of feel better. And it sounds like things are actually a little bit better at work to hold on. Let me adjust your audio for a second. Um, just because you sound a little bit quiet. Hey, can you count to 10 for me? Yes. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Perfect. And um, welcome. What do you go by, my friend? Uh, I go by uh, uh, Mang Mangustin. Mangustin? Um, yes. Okay. And Mangustin, what's, what's the emotion that you struggle with the most? Uh, it's a plethora of emotions, I would say. Okay. It can range from anything like anger, sadness, uh, happiness sometimes, I guess. You struggle with happiness? I mean, uh, not that I struggle, but uh, it can be really intense. Uh, hmm. But that's mostly when it, I'm having that difficulty when uh, I'm uh, having like anger or sadness because it can be prolonged throughout the day. And uh, yeah. Interesting. So can you tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, when you say you kind of struggle with these emotions, what does that, what does that mean, struggle to you? I mean that uh, if, uh, if the, like the fi feeling overwhelms me, like I can't uh, shake it off. It, it keeps staying for like two hours. Well, it depends sometimes, but it usually kind of stays for long. And what's that been like for you to have emotions that feel, so I, I'm, I'm kind of hearing that it's not a particular emotion, but that emotions feel pretty overwhelming for you at times. Yes, that is correct. And how long has that been going on? Oh, well, <laughs> I, I'm not really sure. I would say it's been going on for since I was young. Hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely. And what's that like to have overwhelming emotions? Uh, well, I think the the thing that annoys me the most is like it can uh, it can uh, influence my judgment a bit too much. Uh, like I, I I can't think clearly. Let's say like uh, I'm just completely overwhelmed sometimes by by the feelings. Can you? Was there something in particular that you wanted to talk about today? Uh, not something in particular, uh, no. So then can I ask you just a couple of questions about um, some of the stuff that you've shared so far? Like you say that your emotions interfere with your judgment. Is it, is it okay if we talk about that? Yeah, sure. And so when you say they interfere with your judgment, what do you mean? Like can you give me an example well, or tell me a story? Yes, yes, I can. Yes. Uh, so like... Uh, yesterday, when I was at work, um, I was uh, three or four months ago. Uh, my boss told me that you know I could uh, I can uh, raise your pay, and then 
you know, I waited. Uh, I saw that it doesn't happen, so I was like, okay, maybe I should ask, see what's going on. Uh, and like the, the head chef I work with, he told me, well, it's because you're not uh, performing well enough. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but uh, I would have liked to be told that, you know, in advance that, hey, I can't really raise your pay because, you know, you're not performing well enough. Where uh, it just like if I didn't ask, I just would have, I wouldn't have been told this, and uh, it kind of pissed me off in a way. Uh, I um, also the the fact that I wasn't because I know why I'm not performing well enough. I'm not performing well enough because um, I have a hard time focusing. Just my mind just wanders. It, it's really, it's kind of frustrating sometimes, I would say. And uh, I guess I was angrier more on the fact that I can't focus, other than the fact that, hey, I didn't get my, you know, my uh, raise. Hmm. So, and and how did that, did something, I, I don't, I'm not hearing anything about impaired judgment there. So what, just let, let... yes, yes. Uh, so uh, in my mind, uh, I was like, I could. Uh, I was thinking in a way rationally about it, but off of me, it was like uh, I was so angry, like I just wanted to like yell at somebody or something, and it, it just kept going on in my head for like six hours or some something. It it it, it was it took me really. A long time to calm off like the head chef came to me and hey you know why, why what's up with you and i was like you know this is uh, pissing me off and then you know i kind of calmed down after did, did you tell uh, him this is discussing. this is pissing me off yeah yeah because uh usually when somebody asks me if I, you know how i'm feeling or how i'm doing i would say like i'm fine just like the default response and i I struggle really hard to actually be be honest and say what's actually bothering me, and then maybe because I I don't say it, I like I have a hard time uh, making a, like a genuine connection with people. Um, yeah. And what what makes it so? What what happened when you told the head chef that you were upset about what they were telling you? Well, he kind of told me about his experience. He, he was really nice about it. He was like, you know, this happened to me. I wasn't the fastest when I started out. Uh, you know, uh, if, if if something bothers you, you can tell me. You know, we're like friends here. You know, you, you can consider me. Don't consider me like a strict boss. or uh, like, Don't consider me like the boss. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like your friend here. You know, so take it like that, and I, I understand that. Uh, it's just re really hard to uh, be honest when, uh, you know, when something is bothering me. It's like I don't wanna upset people, uh, or I don't wanna bother them with my problems. I, I think, I think that's the main reason. So that's why I don't express it. Okay. So let me, 
so how did you when when the chef was like hey i want you to tell me about this kind of stuff we're kind of like friends here how did you feel after that I, uh, definitely i felt a bit more uh, relieved uh i was still a bit upset about it but it, it was a bit better though it was really hard for me to like actually say uh, like uh, yep. if i didn't uh, do the feels thing where where you know i i open i write my feelings i, I don't think i would have been able I would just give gave him a reason but not the exact reason why uh, why i'm upset okay so i think that helped a lot okay now you're saying so uh Mangustin, you're saying i felt a bit better i still felt felt a bit angry so i'm trying to understand when you say a bit and it took you a little while to calm down. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of ask about that because in my mind, if you feel a bit better, you shouldn't still feel a bit angry. If you feel a bit better, you should feel very angry, right? So, so you're using the words a bit and a little in a way that sound kind of confusing to me. I mean, maybe, maybe. I'm not saying that your feelings are wrong. It's just, are are you? Do you think you're using the right words there, or is that kind of an automatic response? Um, well, I can't say I felt a lot better after telling him what's bothering me. I I did feel quite quite a bit better. Quite a bit uh, better. Uh, yeah, quite a bit better. But. Uh, in a way, I was still upset about it, though I don't think I was. It was constantly bothering me in my mind as much. Okay, and and so, and it sounds like you have trouble communicating your feelings to people because you're afraid of burdening them. Yeah, and also, like, um, uh, I have a hard time communicating them if there's like a group of people. I don't think I can do it. Like if it's one on one, yeah, maybe maybe I can. But if it's like a group of people, I I can. So were you concerned about burdening the chef this time when you shared your feelings? Uh, I don't think so. I I was I was just uh, um. I, it was just hard for me to express them. Okay. That that was my obstacle. So, Mangustin, let, let me ask you a question. When you feel worried about burdening people, how much of that thinking is, if I can't communicate my emotions, like I'm going to give them useless information, that it's then going to be like their responsibility to kind of figure it out, and that's not really fair to them, I should be able to communicate better. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, so, what was the question? Yeah, sorry, that was a terrible question. So so <laughs> sometimes when we feel like burdening people, or oh, so, sorry, when we feel like I don't want to burden you, but part of that burden is that if I can't communicate clearly, it's hard for other people to like understand and figure out what I'm trying to say. And, and yeah. that's a burden, right? Uh, is it like, 
a burden for them. I think yeah, like, do you feel like you're burdening your, your, they have to figure out how you're feeling? Yeah, if I look from their perspective, it's quite, uh, quite confusing. Okay. So, do you think that you handled the situation well? Maybe not in the beginning. Maybe I should have been honest about it and not be upset about it for you know, an extended period of time. Well, what do you think helped you become less upset? Mm, expressing it. Okay. And how does that work? What do you? Th how does that help you feel better? Uh, um, expressing my my emotions uh, and being honest, I guess. Uh, I think I think being honest around around the you know the the people around me maybe. Is that? Uh, what was it like to share the way that you felt? Were you afraid of how the chef was going to respond? No, I I was more, I was uh, a bit. Uh, I I found it really difficult to say. It. Like my mind, in a way, maybe wanted to say something that's uh, that may be related, but it's not the exact issue. Okay. Um, and, and, but but you. Yeah. It sounds like whatever you said was well received, even yeah. if you didn't get it a hundred percent right. Yeah. So uh, in this particular case, I think I I was completely honest. Okay. And and what? And you said something about you 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 did some activity before you talked to this person. Oh, uh, yeah. I was just working in the kitchen alongside him but did, did you i thought you said something like you you tried something about journaling your feelings or something oh yeah yeah uh i meant that um uh, the things you guys posted a few days ago with uh, writing the feels and uh you know journaling my feelings there and uh i thought i should apply this in my you know in my day-to-day -day. so i decided that hey i should I should uh, express my feelings in front of him. Okay. So, M Mangaslin, is it okay if I just, uh, sh like, try to summarize what I heard from you and I think a couple of takeaway points from people who are listening? And then if you yes, have any, anything you want to add or ask questions, we can do that? Okay. Okay. So the first thing is that sometimes we experience a lot of emotion. And the emotion can feel very, very overwhelming. And especially when emotions feel very overwhelming, they can be very hard to describe or communicate or even understand. And you've seen that when you get overwhelmed by your emotions, that it starts to impair your judgment. And when it impairs your judgment, you start to like maybe make mistakes and then you kind of don't know how to communicate. You don't really know how to reach out for help. And so it's almost like the emotions bounce around inside you for a very long time. Yes, they do bounce around. Right? And so for hours, you'll be upset. 
and you're afraid, yeah. I mean, maybe afraid is the wrong word, but you're hesitant to share these kinds of things with other people because you kind of don't want to burden them. And it's so confusing in here. Like, how are you, like, how is, how can someone even help with that? Does that make sense? Like, if you don't really yeah, know, like, it, if I come up to you, Mungustin, and I say, hey, I, I'm upset. And you're like, what are you upset about? I don't know, all kinds of stuff. And then it's like, how are you supposed to help me with that? that that's actually my response. Sometimes. Right? And, like, you're like, I, I, I don't even know how to ask people for help. Because, like, how, like, how are they supposed to help with this mess of emotions that even I don't understand? And then if they ask me questions, like, I'm not going to know how to answer them. Like, what upsets you? I don't know. All kinds of crap. Right? So th that's yeah. really common. The other thing, but but I, I think this is really important, that what you sort of discovered is that vocalizing your emotions, especially, and this is kind of like, I, I think really you should give yourself a pat on the back uh, because... You're in a situation where you have a superior and you're angry about something that they told you. And usually in that kind of situation, people are even less, they don't want to talk to their superior because I'm not, it's kind of like there's a power dynamic there, right? Where if the superior tells me something, I'm not allowed to be upset at that because they're the boss and I have to listen to them. But you were able to communicate how you were frustrated and something really cool happened, which is that that the the chef was like actually supportive of you. And even though you were bringing a negative emotion to this person, they didn't get upset with you for bringing a negative emotion. They heard what you had to say and actually like encouraged you to treat them like a friend and told you that, you know, gave you some words of encouragement. Which is like pretty awesome. Because I think a lot of times when we have negative emotions, we're very scared to share them, even with our friends, and especially with like in work situations where we don't want to tell the boss that we're angry. And I think the key thing that I'm sort of hearing from you is that you spent some time actually writing out your feelings, which helped you understand them. And I suspect this is where I'm going to kind of make some assumptions that, you know, when when you kind of feel guilty for talking to people about your emotions and burdening them, I think part of the reason you feel that way is because people haven't been able to help you in the past or they haven't responded well. Is that true? It is true. So can you tell me a story about that? Like a time where you tried to share something with someone and what happened? Yeah, actually... Um... Now, now that I remember, um, I wanted like uh, quite a few years ago to start drawing, and uh, you know, I was I pro I procrastinate a lot, and uh, I just I don't, even now maybe, but back then I don't know where to start, and uh, I was kind of like stressed about it because uh, you know I I really wanted to do it, but. I wasn't sure where to start, so I guess I just talked with some people online, and uh, I don't remember the exact conversation. But somebody like told me to, you know, go go see a psychiatrist, and uh, at that time I was like, I'm, I'm having this issue, but 
I already have to like seek uh, seek out professional help for for this small of a problem. And, like, they felt like I don't know. They they seemed like they were overwhelmed by by me. Yeah. And, so uh, if they said go see a psychiatrist, it makes you feel like this problem is like too big for them to handle, right? Uh, oh, I felt like it wasn't that big of a problem. Uh, it just their response felt like it had no empathy or like yeah. So so I and uh, yeah, keep going. Yeah, I, yeah, I just have to say like uh, like really hit me like a hammer. Uh, so, so it sounds like in the past, the way that you've communicated has resulted in people not responding in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, I'm I, I'm having a hard time remembering remembering exact moments, but I do feel like this this is a concrete one that did happen. Maybe maybe more happened, but I'm not remembering them. Yeah, right now. that that's okay. So I I think that th this is what I'd kind of say. So I think the key takeaway that when I listen to you is. So the first thing is that emotions can bounce around inside you and be really overwhelming and affect you for a very long period of time unless you deal with them in some way. So sometimes we deal with them by like unhealthy coping mechanisms like playing video games or using drugs. There are, uh, we can also do healthy things like maybe exercise or meditate or, or journal or whatever. But a really important thing that we can do is talk to other people about our emotions. And when we talk to them, it can help us feel better. But the other cool thing is that we can actually improve our relationships, either at work or like friendships or romantic relationships, by vocalizing our feelings. The challenge is that most of us are not taught how to vocalize our feelings, how to understand our feelings. So since we're not taught that, when we try to communicate our feelings to other people, they respond in ways that are kind of hurtful. And we kind of feel like, you know, th this, this isn't really working. I'm burdening other people. It's not helping at all. And so I think the key thing that I really heard from you is that by spending some time actually like journaling and understanding your feelings, you were then able to communicate things to the chef that allowed them to respond to you in kind of a positive way, helped you kind of feel better, and it sounds like things are actually a little bit better at work. Yes. So I, I think that's fantastic, dude. I think that's like that's like literally why we do all this stuff. Is is to Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was really happy when uh, when I saw that video and uh, like I listened to it twice. Just the thought of uh, expressing my feelings or journaling them it was so enticing. Yeah, fa I, I really want. Yeah, fa fantastic, dude. So, so you know what I would recommend to you is, um, is just keep doing that. So, like, this is what we kind of find is that I know it sounds kind of weird, but even problems like procrastination can be due to or influenced by inability to regulate our emotions. So like when we're procrastinating, like we, we want to do something, but we're not really able to do it. And sometimes like what we use to procrastinate. So let's say I procrastinate by watching YouTube or Twitch. 
And when I procrastinate, what that actually does, when I watch YouTube or Twitch, what it actually does is destroys my motivation, but soothes my emotions. Because when you watch like stuff on the internet and like look at memes and stuff, you kind of get some dopamine, you kind of like stop, you forget about all the problems in your life and stuff like that. But the problem is it destroys your motivation. So in order to cope with our negative emotions, we sacrifice our motivation. And what that looks like is procrastination. And so I, I'd strongly encourage you to keep on understanding your emotions. I don't think it's a bad idea for you to get a clinical evaluation, by the way. Because some of the stuff that, you know, there's a, there's a new subtype of ADHD that people are thinking about. It's not official yet, but some people have hypothesized that there's an emotional dysregulation subtype of ADHD. Now, I have no idea whether you have ADHD or not. We're, you know, it's not really my job to do a diagnostic evaluation on you, but you, you mentioned that you have difficulty with focus and that you feel a lot of really intense emotions. And sometimes people with ADHD can experience both of those things. So it's, it's not a bad idea to, to get checked out for something like that. Okay. How does it feel if I say something like that? Uh, it's all right. Yeah. I, I, I think that everything else, uh, I, I'm not, like I said, I, I can't say if you have ADHD or not, but I think everything else still applies. And that's really the stuff that I feel confident about, which is that the more you understand your emotions, the more your communication will improve. The more your communication improves, the more your relationships will improve. And you even said that sometimes it's hard to connect with other people because you can't show them or, or vocalize your emotions. So what they kind of get is like almost like a robotic or, or blurry version of Mangustin, right? Like they yeah. don't get to see the real you. It's all blurry because you don't know how to communicate like what you're feeling and stuff. And then it's hard to form connections. So I, I think if you just keep doing what you're doing, like I, I, I'm optimistic for you. Thank you. Any uh, comments or questions before we wrap up? Um, oh, I was wondering, like, could it be that um, my, um, my difficulty of Focusing on something uh, would be related to not uh, expressing my feelings or like as they build up a lot because it's really easy to like lay, lay back, you know, watch, uh, read some memes and forget about troubles. But when you gotta focus on something with your mind uh, to be there in the present, like those, like those problems can come up back to you. And, yeah, what do you think? Uh, do you think your focus well, has to do with a lot of emotion on the inside? Difficulty with focus has a lot to do with, with emotions on the inside? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So if you're the answer to your question, if you think it's definitely, I completely agree. <laughs> I, I think you, you're looking for confirmation. I'm happy to provide it. I think, I think it's really important to remember that if we just think about it, right, when we're angry, it's very hard to focus on things that we're not angry about or like anger causes hyperfocus, but we lose control of it. So there's even evidence that shows that when we have, do you know what adrenaline is? Yeah. 
So when we, we normally have, if you look at our field of vision, which is what we can see, we can kind of see 180 degrees around us. So like even if you have if you wave your arms by your the sides of your head, you can kind of see them moving with your eyes. But when we have adrenaline going through our body, we can't see stuff on the side. All we can see is a 30 degree window in front of us. So we become hyper focused in one direction when we have adrenaline. When we feel angry, we tend to release adrenaline. And the same thing happens with our thoughts. Our thoughts become very, very obsessive on one area when we feel angry and we can't think about other things. That's the experience of anger. And so if you have difficulty focusing, emotions have a lot to do with that. And usually a tranquil mind can focus the best. So I, I think I completely agree with what you're saying, which is emotions can absolutely interfere with focus. And that's also one of the yeah. reasons why we see in that sub, this p new potential subtype of ADHD, an impairment of focus that is coupled with emotional dysregulation. I want to say that uh, the, I hope I'm say, saying it correctly, the Sri Lantra, uh, the focusing exercise, the, the one with the lotuses. Uh -huh. I, I, I did it, I did it for uh, like a few weeks and I, I could like, Feel an improvement in my folks. Like I was more more calm. Great. Or more, uh, yeah. That's why we teach it. <laughs> uh, Mangus, then it sounds like you're doing a lot of stuff right, dude. Thank you. You just keep walking your journey, man. Thank you. I will. Take care, my friend. If you found this video helpful, check out Dr. K's guide. We've spent hundreds of hours writing and filming to help people understand their mind so that they can build the lives that they want. So check out the link in the description below.